Welcome to the Philadelphia Personal Injury Lawyers podcast, where we try to answer as many questions as we can about the areas of personal injury. Today, I would like to speak to you about truck accidents. Now, um, truck accidents are the kind of events because of the size of these trucks that we all see on the roads and I know that I'm a little nervous when I'm either passing one or one's coming up on me. Um, these can be devastating, debilitating, catastrophic, life-altering injuries if you're injured in a truck wreck. Let me talk to you today about some of the things that are important about truck wrecks that are different than motor vehicle ca- uh, accidents with cars. The obvious difference is the size of these vehicles, and you can be obviously dramatically more injured as a result of a trucking accident. But truckers are a profession. They are a profession that have duties. They have obligations. And you have the right as a driver on the roadway to believe that the companies that are hiring these drivers are doing the things that the law requires that they do in order to protect you. Because it's foreseeable that if they don't, death and incredibly serious life-altering injuries can occur if they don't. And so what are some of the things that are important to consider in truck accidents? immediately after a truck accident, the trucking company, its lawyers, and its insurance carriers are on the scene. They are documenting everything that happened. They are preparing for their defense immediately. In order to not lose that game, you need to do exactly the same thing. Maybe You've not been as seriously injured as you think, oh my God, you know what? I could have been killed by that. I only have this incredibly serious, you know, laceration on my head and it's going to be closed up in the hospital and, you know, hopefully I'll be okay and thank God I'm alive. And that's an appropriate response. But understand that that injury, as we've talked about in previous podcasts, may linger and may be in a life-altering injury. It's it, obviously we know that death is a life-altering injury, paralysis is a life-altering injury, a loss of a limb is a life-altering injury, and these things can be known immediately in these kinds of accidents. My point is, it's incredibly important to preserve evidence in truck accidents and in other wrecks and other incidents similarly, but trucking accidents in particular, because. The defense is doing that. The defense is coming out there and preserving that information. Well, what kind of information could you possibly get? Obviously, photographs of the scene are important, photographs of the truck, photographs of your car, any witness statements, all of these things are incredibly important. But there's additional information that exists um, in these kinds of wrecks. It's called computer download information. You might have heard of the term black box. You might have heard of that term in the context of a plane crash. You know, the, the, the investigators are trying to retrieve the black box from the plane to figure out exactly what happened, what caused the plane to go down. Well, the same kind of information does exist in trucks. And so the preservation of that black box information is important. Well, how can a lawyer 
do that, who has no connection to the trucking company. The lawyer should immediately be sending letters of preservation to the insurance carrier and to the trucking company demanding that certain information be immediately preserved. And if the trucking company or the insurance carrier does not preserve that information, then they can be that can be held against them at the time of trial or at the time of um, any uh, uh, determination of what happened here and what injuries were caused to you as a result of what happened. Other information that exists in trucking accidents is how long has that driver been driving? Um, there are rules by the National Highway Transportation Association that require a driver to drive a certain limited number of hours and then get a certain amount of rest before they can drive again. You know that we've gone through COVID over the past couple of years and you know that we have a supply chain problem and you know that this supply chain problem is causing trucking companies and other commercial companies that transport products to push their employees to the max. And the danger is that they could be pushing these trucking operators to drive much longer than they should be under the circumstances. And so sometimes the information about a driver's logbook is kept manually, but more often than not, trucking companies have computer programs now that maintain that information and should be preserved so that there is no manipulation of that data um, and uh, that you and your own, your lawyer's experts can download that information and analyze it to see if that driver was driving um, because they were tired that this incident occurred, um, because they were driving too many hours, you know yourself when you drive your car, if you drive for more than a couple of hours, you need to stop, you need to rest. And it's just because the truck driver is a, um, a professional, it's not any different for a truck driver who's handling 40,000 pounds or 100,000 pounds or 200,000 pounds. So. These are the kinds of things that you need to consider in a trucking accident that are different um, than a motor vehicle wreck. One of the unfortunate consequences of uh, a number of the truck wreck cases that I've handled have been death. A, a, the type of collision that may be survivable, survivable in a circumstance where it's another car or an object in the road may not be survivable when you are involved in this wreck with a massive tractor trailer or truck and it's always the family of the deceased who is coming to me and saying my loved one was killed in this awful wreck can you help us yes and then the question is how the bottom line is that i'm never going to be able to do anything to bring back the person who's died there's no one who's able to do that. The only thing that I can do as a lawyer is hold the trucking company accountable for the damages that have been caused. What are those damages that have been caused to you and your family? Well, in Pennsylvania, we call these two types of damages. One damage is wrongful death damage, and the other is survival damage. Survival damages mean these are the damages that the person would have been able to get for themselves had they lived. Had they not died and they experienced pain from the time of the injury up until the time of their death, 
that's something that the family is able to recover on their behalf. That's called survival damages. It merely means what that deceased person would have been able to recover on their own had they lived. It also includes their lost wages because that's the if they lost wages from the time of the injury up until the time of the death, assuming the death is not instantaneous, then they'd be able to recover for that as well. That can be a significant aspect of any case. Um, conscious pain and suffering is something that experts need to come into a courtroom and explain what it is. It's the survivors who have to come into a courtroom because the person who felt that pain is no longer here. They have to come into a courtroom and explain what their loved one went through. It's, it's a very emotional and difficult thing for families. The other damage that is recoverable is called wrongful death damages. And it's damages that really are what the family has lost. So survival damages are what the deceased lost. Wrongful death damages are what the family has lost. And there are some small types of damages, like how much you had to pay for a funeral or how much you had to pay for a state administration. That's so minor um, because the large damages are what this person would have contributed economically over their lifetime had they not died. So, for example, if Joe is killed at age 40 and Joe, um, what he does for a living is he is an, um, he's a, a, an accountant and Joe makes $100,000 a year as an accountant. And he would have worked another 25 years had he not died. Well, that that money that he would have earned over that 25-year period, some percentage of it, less what he would have spent on himself, would go to his family. That is one aspect of wrongful death damages. But here's the biggest aspect of wrongful death damages. That 40-year-old accountant dies and he has a couple of teenage sons a surviving wife. Those persons will suffer the remainder of their life without their father. Those persons are going to have to deal with Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year, birthday, graduations, weddings, all without that person who all of those things would have been different had that person been there. That person was taken away from them. That person has not been able to give them the love, guidance. Uh, I've talked about my sons in previous podcasts. I have three of them, and two of them are adults and living out of the house. And it seems as if their problems now are greater than when they were kids and living in my house. They call with and need advice about lots of things. And I would think that if I weren't here to give them that advice, that, you know, they would suffer as a result of that. And that's what any family goes through when they prematurely lose their loved one. And that is what wrongful death damages are. Thank you for joining me today at the Philadelphia Personal Injury Lawyers Podcast. 
I hope that the information we've talked to you today about trucking accidents has been helpful. And I look forward to seeing you again in future podcasts. If you need any assistance, our phone number is 215-914-8132. Our website is www.baradalawfirm.com. And if you need to reach me directly at my email, it's Tony at baradalawfirm.com.